Welcome to Money Making Conversations. I am your host, Rashawn McDonald. It is important to understand that everybody travels a different path to success. That is because your brand is different. The challenges you face in your life are different. They are different. They really are. So stop reading other people's success stories and start writing your own. My Money Making Conversations interviews will encourage you to lead with your gifts and never use age as an excuse when you're planning your goals. It's food time. Everybody who listens to my show know I go I, I go a little extra when I have a guest on when it, with food because I'm a, I am a foodie. I I am a I am award winning baker. I like to throw that out there. Let everybody know I got skills. I eat, but I have skills. My guest bringing vegan options and food awareness to the city of Atlanta has always been a life dream of my guest. Pinky Cole. She's the founder and CEO CEO of Slutty Vegan. She's opening the conversation on vegan food options for people who have never considered them in communities that have such high numbers in hypertension, cholesterol, obesity, and a host of other food arable, foodborne ailments. At Slutty Vegan, they have combined suburb taste with plant-based ingredients so you can remain vegan and get a little naughty. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, my friend, Pinky Cole. <laughs> How you doing, PK? PK, I'm doing very well. How you, you doing? Because you know that's what people see you. PK, what's up, PK? <laughs> Girl, over here. Look. You- you, you wouldn't believe how many intros I get, but you know what? As long as they call up my name, I'm doing something Come right. Come on now, you know. But you know when you're in the streets, people say that. PK, PK, what's up? Can you get Can you get me to the front of the line? This line's longer. Can you move me up front? Can you move me up front? Come on. I get it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I've known about you. I've, I've lived in uh, Atlanta since 2007, uh, and uh, I eat all types of food. So as a person who always look at talent and always looking at trying to reach out to people who are doing something unique in the community when it comes to food, what allowed you to separate yourself? With, with other restaurants, I'm not just talking about vegan restaurants, but it's just other brands. You know, you're such a competitive market. You know, Atlanta has such a strong restaurant market. What has allowed you to separate? That's my first question I want to ask you about vegan. Um, well, the first thing is timing, right? I think oftentimes um, we really don't understand how important timing of a thing is, right? Right. So if you know anything about Uber and Lyft, there were other companies that started that did the same exact thing at the same ex- exact time um, as Uber and Lyft, but those businesses didn't work. But the timing of Uber and Lyft was so on point that it gave them the opportunity to really thrive in a market that really didn't even exist at that time. So I say all that to say that the, the timing for Slutty Vegan couldn't be better, right? I, I started my company during an era where one people started to walk into a new level of consciousness to be at least even interested in wanting to eat better. That's number one, right? Secondly, they said, okay, all right, so vegan is not a thing thing, but like we're open to try it because it really doesn't exist on the mainstream, but it, it's here, but like nobody has ever made it cool. So what I did was I made it cool. But I didn't just focus on the food element. I focused on the experience. So, Rashawn, you said it um, when, when you asked the question. You said the marketing, right? So mm-hmm. we put so much emphasis in the marketing um, from the timing that we got to do this thing that it allowed us to be one of the businesses that everybody knows and loves. So, yeah, 
to the to, to the naked eye it may just seem like a restaurant but it's bigger than a restaurant right it's bigger than burgers and fries we're we're making people excited about a lifestyle and and i don't know that a lot of businesses do that but i feel like that's the formula to our success is that just like pepsi and coca-cola right like they're selling a lifestyle experience and then you come get the product based on the experience and we've been able to do that and that sets us apart from a lot of the other businesses and vegan businesses that you see, but we upplay that whole marketing and that experience to get people excited about the brand. Okay, cool. Uh, you know, let, let, let's get to the heart of it. You are a star. Okay. I, I've worked around stars. <laughs> you know that you see my bio. I know when I say yeah. star, so you can give me all that little nice marketing, you know, Steve Harvey, he sold tickets cause he was Steve Harvey. Okay. Yeah. He worked hard. He marketed, he worked on his jokes, but he separated himself. Because he believed in himself. Plus, he had a, a, a unique ability to communicate. A, a unique, unique ability. Same thing with Stephen A. Smith. Same thing with Tia Morris. Same thing with Jamie Foxx. Same thing with Monique. All these people I work with. Gabriel Union. And Nick Cannon. And you fall in that class of people who clearly can be talented someplace else, but have chosen to be talented in the food industry and in the food service industry. Why did mm-hmm. you choose this course? Because like I, I wanted to say that because sometimes when I get people on the show, especially uniquely talented people like on the show, you tend to want to give me a give a global perspective on your success. OK, everybody mm-hmm. I, vegan just didn't start last week. You know that. OK. You might. So, you know, it's, come on. It's, now. It's, it's, it's interesting because like I can only be real and raw. Right. So Absolutely. Don't, don't, my, don't, 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 you know, vegan raw. Just vegan raw. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I can only I can only be vegan raw. But you also said it too. listen. People love me. Yes. And because people love me, they're going to buy into the experience because they're there you loving go. the person that curates that experience. But it, it all speaks in the same breath. Right. They're going to fall in love with the marketing and, and, and want to be a part of the experience. But they also know who created that experience. And they love that person. I loved you before I do what you did. Oh, well, I appreciate that. I'm going to say, okay, so, no, I understand that. Okay. You know, people know, people know brands. You know, if, if people know about Chick-fil-A and had never eaten a chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A. Yeah. And so, so same thing. So your marketing has made you a mainstay in conversation. In other words, you could say that you are are, are the voice of, you know, I'm just telling you, you know, a lot of people can listen to the show go, why are you saying that? But you all become a brand, a vegan brand, a voice. And so when you yeah. speak, there's so much credibility tied to it because the success is tied to it. The, you know, the right. social media numbers are tied to it. You know, your community yeah. uplift is tied to it. So you yeah. go beyond just the restaurant and people lining up. People see a soul, a spirit, and you understand yeah. how to connect the two. And so that's why I say is that, yeah, we can talk about the marketing, but let's get to the core of why this is successful is you. One, you're willing to put in. I always tell people, there are 24 hours in a day, learn to use every hour of that. You do that. Yeah. You get up yeah. at the same time all the time. You do that. Mm-hmm. You're committed yeah. to uplifting people, not only yourself, but also the community. Because you figure, hey, you, you, God has blessed you. It's even a bigger blessing if you share those opportunities. You do that. Yeah. And then, and you know, I'm, I'm, okay, if, you, I, if you're I, tired I, of me, if you're tired of me talking about how good this no, is, no, this is good. Look, you, you I'm getting fired go talk, up. Biggie, go talk. I'm, I'm gonna shut up and listen to you for a minute. Cause see, <laughs> I, 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 I can't stand people who are talented. Won't let nobody talk good about them. Just, just cut me off. I'm right in the middle of a one of them, uh, one of them, one of them, one of them, 
want them to come to the mountains beaches. But you, no, 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 I'm going to get quiet. Do what you got to do. Okay, you, no, you, you I'm used so to talking to those hosts. Conversations. You, 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 I'm going to tell you why I'm excited about these conversations uh-huh. because I work extremely hard. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't look for the credit, right? So for you to give me my flowers, I, I want to say that I appreciate you because, like, it's not my intention to get the flowers. Like, I, I work hard because I love to do this. Right. Like this, when I say, like, I wake up in the morning at 6 o'clock every single morning because my brain is wired like that because I know that I'm fulfilling my mission every single day. Like, I lo- I'm in love with that. Mm-hmm. So to hear you speak on me like that, like, I'm, I, like I value that and I want to say thank you. Um, because, you know, sometimes you can always just be in a weeds, 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 but like just to stop down. So I'm sitting here laughing when you're saying these things about me and, and, and that feels good in my spirit. Yeah. So I just want to add that let's, let's, let's just Google little Miss Pinky Coat, <laughs> Forbes.com, BitterSoutherner.com, RollingOut.com, Facebook.com, AtlantaMagazine.com, VigNews.com, Essence.com. See, uh, Guess who face ain't, ain't, a, ain't a plate on any of those pictures, okay? Not a no, plate, nowhere true. to be found. You that know, is true. You know who image I'm, I'm, every time I go, you know who image I see? I see Pinky Cole. <laughs> the queen <laughs> of vegan. <laughs> Thank you, man. I appreciate that. And you know, you, let me tell you something. Yeah, I'm, I'm listening now. I'm, 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 I'm listening to you. <laughs> I accidentally <laughs> hopped into this right so like I, you, I'm sure you probably read about it before but no I'm, I'm all I, ears I'm new I don't know nothing about you okay. talk to me like I all don't right, know so you pinky cause so, like I so told you I knew you before you had food I, I, I didn't know somebody told me you know she does that vegan stuff huh slutty vegan that's right <laughs> yeah. but, but, but continue to educate me about you cause you wouldn't let me talk about you so obviously <laughs> you're gonna tell me something I don't know so continue to talk Miss Pinky I, I, I'm gonna I'm learn you something so the, the day that I was born, mm-hmm. while I was getting my freedom, my father was losing his. He was being sentenced to life in prison. Wow. He ended mm-hmm. up doing 22 years. Mm-hmm. So growing up, my mother was working three and four jobs every single day. Immigrant Jamaican woman, making sure that the lights were always on, that we always had food on the table. We weren't, we, we weren't, we weren't eating what, what the average family was eating. But guess what? We made the best out of them big beans and rice when we did it. Mm-hmm. And she just made sure that we had everything that we needed. We may not have had everything that we wanted, but we definitely surely had what we needed. So I remember maneuvering through life, always wanting to figure out ways to put my mother in position so that she didn't have to work that hard because my father was in prison. Meanwhile, my father would call me from prison, from federal prison, telling me what books to read, telling me about stocks and bonds and telling me like, how to how to be a boss and a leader. Mm-hmm. So I took those experiences and I made them my own. I started throwing parties at, at 14 years old. I was making $4,000 every single week. I remember counting money with my mother on the couch, making more than my mother. Mm-hmm. In high school, I'm selling candy, selling food, just always wanting to create and just to, just to cre- get a residual off the things that I put together, right? Mm-hmm. Then when I got to college, I paid my way through college by doing hair. Right? right. So beyond that, I've, I've just always found ways to make money um, and to create things that people will be satisfied with. So in 2014, I came up with this concept 
after working at the Maury Show as a television producer called Pinky's Jamaican and American Restaurant. And I had this restaurant. It was doing well. I did my research. I did Literally, I just wanted to have a business. I, I'm not a chef. I just like to cook. It's a passion project. I'm Jamaican. I like food. So I, I came up with this concept, and it was doing extremely well for me not to know anything about business. But then I realized that I needed to lose that restaurant in order for it to propel me to to be who you see today, right? right. So I had a grease fire at that restaurant. Um, and then I got an opportunity to work as a casting director on a TV show called Eonla Fix My Life. And while I was on that show, um, I eventually moved to Atlanta temporarily um, to work. And then I was in the house one day and I came up with Slutty Vegan. But never in a million years, if you'd have told me two years ago that that I, bedroom idea that I created would be one of the hottest concepts in the country, I would have told you you were lying. But I said that to say, you know, you it, said, it almost you said like, that to say what, Pinky? What? It almost felt like it was on accident, but it was really divine, right? Mm-hmm. It, it was written. It was supposed mm-hmm. to happen. And 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 now when I look at things, twenty twenty, I realized that like I, I was walking in my purpose all along. It just manifested through Slutty Vegan. And now we're here. Okay, cool. So how did the name Slutty Vegan come about? Because you said you came up with it. Did you share with anybody? Did you jokingly came up with it? How did it come up? How was it? So I was was sitting in the bed. In the bed. And who sits in their bed? I am. Who sits let me tell you bed? something. You sit up in your bed. Would you, would you, would you against the bed, your head against the headboard? How were you? Were you land? Where were you? How were you sit? Let, let me tell you, I, I had some medicinal marijuana. See what I'm saying? See, you ain't gonna go do a couple of money making conversation. I was just look, sitting in the bed. Nobody listen, just sits in their bed. A, look, that's a part of the story that I don't really talk about. Yeah, that's the book part, but I'm gonna give you that piece. But Thank listen, you. I was sitting. I was sitting in the bed and I was on somebody's cloud and I come up with a million ideas all the time. Right. I just, if it, I don't, something about being able to create ideas. It's almost like when a rapper freestyles, I can right. do that with ideas. So mm-hmm. we sitting in the same room for at least 10 minutes. I didn't came up with about 10 ideas and right. somebody's walking away with a billion dollar idea. Right. So I was sitting in the house and I had my medicinal marijuana and, 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 and it came to me like, Oh, slutty vegan. Cause I knew that if I created Pinky's vegan, it wasn't going to have the same traction. And how did I know that? I knew that because working in TV, I know what people pay attention to. Mm-hmm. I know that sex sells. Mm-hmm. I know what's going to make them change the channel. I know what they're going to be tuned into. So I said, you know what? I'm going to take the two most pleasurable experiences in life, and that's sex and that's food. And mm-hmm. I'm going to put it in a pot and I'm going to stir. And I'm going to create something that's going to require people to ask questions because guess what? The vegan lifestyle wasn't totally cool. Right. It wasn't something that mm-hmm. black people especially would say, oh, you know, let me get this couscous. They're not eating that. Mm-hmm. They're like, this This ain't got no flavor. I ain't eating that. So mm-hmm. how could I create something that's going to get people who don't normally eat like this to at least be interested in having a conversation? So the name sounded racy and I liked it. So many people was like, oh, that's too racy. That ain't going to work. But I'm like, guess what? If you can't get past the idea that we're not selling sex. We're actually selling a lifestyle, but we're using sex as as the buffer to get people to pay attention. Uh, you an, attention grab, an attention grab. That's yeah, all. Mm-hmm. that's exactly what I did. And it worked. And there was only I was just having this conversation earlier. I got an opportunity um, to participate in a Super Bowl in 2019 and they wanted me to change the name and at that point i realized listen i can never waver on what i created because i created it was intentional i created it for a reason and if people can't get past that intention and that mission then those are people that i don't want to work with and it's okay you don't have to work with everybody Mm -hmm. so here i am two years later 
I got, listen, I got kids saying slutty vegan, Christians, Muslims, it don't matter your age, your creed, your re- wherever you from, people are talking about slutty vegan. You know why? Because not only is it a burger joint, we're helping the community, we're giving back, we're providing resources, we're giving opportunities, we're showing people what it looks like to be an unconventional entrepreneur, and we're changing the way that people think about food. If you if you don't fall in love with at least one of those things, you're just a hater, and that's just that. Hater? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You threw that out there, yeah. the word hater? Man. I, I get, but you see, I don't pay attention to that because I'm on the straight and narrow and I know that I have something so great that will not only change the dynamic of my family, it'll also change the world. Well, you did. You had 359,000 Instagram followers. Yeah. I'm going to tell you something. You know, when, when I sit up and talk to little, I'm going to call you a baby genius, you know, because, you know, baby <laughs> genius. Baby, that baby genius here. She up there in in her bed, you know. She got marketing skills. She can articulate. You guys hear that on it, you know. She, you know, she put like four or five sentences in a row. I could just actually just ask her a question. She'll talk for five minutes. I just have to cut off because it's my show. <laughs> She's not gonna do it. Come on my show and just all talk me now. Okay, here's a guest, <laughs> an amazing guest. Now, now you, you say you say I put I took what people love the most, food and sex, put them in a pot, and I just start stirring. Let's start talking about that menu. Because, see, you're right, you know, because of the fact that I feel that your name created such a high level of curiosity that they brought in your age group, which is really key. And that's why I feel you're successful because, you know, because because veganism to me, to me, was always felt like old, old, older generation food. You know, they're trying to eat before, you know, they figure out they need to start eating because they have their blood pressure too high. They're trying to get light. Right. You made it hip for your generation because you are. A millennial. But you know what's so crazy? Let me tell you something real quick. Sorry to cut you off, but I got to say this. You can cut me off anyway. I I don't know why. Okay. 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 Good. You know, next time, I know it is COVID-19. You can, we're going to see each other next time. I'm just letting you know. Continue with your Yeah, we're going to see each other. Mm -hmm. Listen, the aunties, they love me. My demographic is actually not the millennials. It's the more, it's the people that are conservative Mm -hmm. that make a medium, like, like, listen, 35 to 55 is my core audience. There you, you go. Believe that? that I, I, see the, I see the lines. I see the listen, lines. Listen, these are women who have children. These are women who are conservative. They, literally, mm-hmm. this ain't, it ain't even just the millennials. You got the older people. The people that support me the most, I, I, I laugh and I joke with my friends. I'm like, listen, I don't care what y'all say. The aunties love me. And as long as I got the aunties in my back pocket, I'm good. Right, right. And you got them. And so 359,000 Instagram followers. Now, how how does that help your business to have that amount of social media force tied to your, you know, certified account? And it's Instagram. Um, so, so beyond just Instagram followers, right, we have different channels where we have different audiences on. So Facebook, you may truly get like the, the aunties and the families. Right. And then on Instagram, you get the younger people. But mm-hmm. then we also have um, a community text group where I can text my consumer. Mm-hmm. Right. I can text them like I'm having a regular conversation with them. And we do that. We do it in the most organic way. I'm texting them like, Hey, big head, what you doing? Come see me. And then I put the restaurant address. So I have about 7,000 people in there. And mm-hmm. then I have 20,000 people on my email blast. So how it helps me is that however I want to communicate with my people, I can use a different channel to do that mm-hmm. and a different tone to do that, to get my message across. So say, God forbid, Instagram shuts down today. I know I got different channels to communicate with the people, but it's been a benefit to me nonetheless 
because mm-hmm. I can touch the people. And that's why they love Slutty Vegan, because you see here you see uh, a restaurant concept that is moving into a corporate structure of a business. We're moving at scale. We're opening up new locations, but we still have the voice of the people. Right. We, we, we still insert things that are happening in the culture into the business in an authentic way where this, that's not exploiting people, but making people feel comfortable and safe to say that, guess what? I see myself in this business. I see the journey. I can follow the journey and I can grow with this journey because I feel like I'm a part of it. And we make people feel a part of that journey. And that's really why it works. So we're able to use the channels um, that we have. And we have multiple channels and we grow those channels every single day. Great. Fantastic. You are a marketing guru. Now, you come on my show. I got uh, 93,000 fan club members. My little e-blast. I got on my Facebook, got almost 800,000 Facebook. I see all this because I know you're opening up a new, a third location in Atlanta, Georgia, correct? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can, can little old Rashawn McDonald, moneymakingconversation.com, can he help promote your brand? Can he, can I do that for you? Sure. So, so yeah. Just, you know, because you're a marketing machine. I'm just saying, I, I, just, I finally, I, I got you in my life, Pinky. I don't want to let you go. <laughs> So I, I got to I, 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 I gotta bow down to the queen now. You know, when you, you know, when you, when the queen come in the room, you got to stand out from everybody else. You know, I, I, you know, I ain't got no six pack. I got to stand out with uh, marketing. I got the marketing over here. <laughs> so Listen, we definitely can do something together. No, no, you, your third location. Tell us about your third location because I'm going to feature that on Rashawn Eats. I dropped that every Wednesday on my Facebook page. On my Instagram, I got like about 40,000 followers on my Instagram account. And of course, I got my YouTube account. I got about 40,000 on my YouTube, moneymakingconversation.com. But more importantly, you know, I, I I I I feel comfortable in being able to joke around with you because of the fact that you know you're a real person in the community. But before we get into your community, I want to talk about this third location you're opening. Tell the people why you're opening it. You know, we're coming out of the pandemic. Okay, we're we're not even out of the pandemic, and you made a decision <laughs> to open up a third restaurant. Talk about it. Where is it located at? Um. So, you know, what I learned about Slutty Vegan is Slutty Vegan is weatherproof, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and slutty vegan is COVID proof. Mm-hmm. As long as we continue to do what we've been doing and and learn how to pivot, and I think that that's the beautiful thing about entrepreneurs knowing how to pivot, right? Mm-hmm. Like being a chameleon and like facing adversity and understand how to like change that adversity into a benefit to your business. And I think that I've been able to do that very well. And I say all that to say that I just opened up a, another lo- a second location um, a month ago that got lines down the block. So now I got two locations with lines down the block. Any day now, I'm opening my third location in Historic Fourth Ward on Edgewood, um, and I'm doing that also in the middle of a pandemic. But I'm excited about that location because there's so much history there. Martin Luther King grew up um, less than than two minutes away from that location, so there's a lot of historic elements. Um, you got Auburn over there, so there's a lot going on in that neighborhood, and I feel like we can continue to revitalize Edgewood when we put a new staple in the community like Slutty Vegan that's not just coming just to make money. We're coming to, to really like help the community grow, right? And be better. And that's what we do in every single community. So Edgewood is opening in the next few days. I'm excited about it. It's 3,000 square feet. 
we got a full on kitchen. It's really just going to be an experience, right? People come and they could feel like they're at home when they come to Edgewood. When they come inside of Slutty Vegan, they're going to see pieces of history that's going to remind them why Atlanta is so necessary, why Edgewood is so necessary, and why business and commerce is so necessary. So you, you'll you'll get pieces of that. You will get pieces of of the HBCUs that are in the community. You're going to get elements of people who have taken Atlanta to the next level through politics, through business. Like you're going to get a lot of that. And, and, and what we've learned how to do in a great way and we continue to do it is we know how to teach and we know how to hide the education um, inside of the experience. And that's what we're going to be doing at Edgewood. So I'm excited. After Edgewood, we got two more locations that we're opening up in Atlanta. And then I'm on to the next day because we're growing and God is good. <laughs> <laughs> man now I'm, I'm trying to figure out why i admit you i'm gonna call you short because you because you because you're talking all this noise to me right now now there's a couple of things that you're doing in the community here there's this national jingle contest that you had which i thought was super smart with my boy big ticker over there at v103 in atlanta georgia mm-hmm. and then you're doing mm-hmm. something with the georgia department of juvenile juvenile justice the djj with a ten thousand dollar scholarship jobs at your at your it's all tied through the pinky coal foundation and you being mm-hmm. Pinky Cole, the owner of Slowly Vegan Restaurant. These are both empowering formats. One is empowering and for entertainment purposes. It lets people know that they get the opportunity to work with an established or national known recording artist right there alone means that you got juice. And then you're on the show with my boy, Big Tigger, on a, on a 103, V103. And then now... You're doing the DJJ with the, uh, the Georgia Department. So talk about the mm-hmm. reason behind both adventures, I should say. And because I watched my mother be a philanthropist. She was she, she was a hood philanthropist. She didn't even realize what she was doing. But, but you watch her, though. But you watch her. But I watched her, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I remember being a kid and we got 10 people living in a house. So, like, the community community was embedded in me as a kid. I didn't understand what was happening, but I just knew that there were people coming from Jamaica that were staying at my mother's house that, that we didn't share the same blood, but they became family, right? So all through my life, I absorbed that watching my mother do that and saw her selfless attitude and behavior and how she moved as a queen. And I really like captured that from my mother. So as an adult, it, it's full circle when I laugh with my mother about this because like philanthropy is at the core of who I am, right? Right. So I'm a magnet to money. Money's going to come to me. I'm going to get it regardless. But to be able to help people and provide resources for people, that is more money than any dollar bill could ever be in my bank account because I know that I get to uplift people and I know that those blessings are going to come back tenfold. So when I created the foundation, I created it because, one, being total transparent, my finance guy, like, all right, Pinky, you're spending a lot of money helping people. We Like, what are we going to do? I said, you know what? Let's put some structure to this because I'm the type of person I'm going to take the shirt off my back to help somebody else. Right. So I created my foundation to do exactly what I, I do in my real life, help people. So um, I, I partnered with the Department of Juvenile Justice to provide opportunities for 30 ex-juvenile offenders, right? Because I see them as people. And I know what it felt like to be on a receiving end of somebody being caught up in the system. So I wanted to help them and show them a different way of life. That's number one. Um, Number two, providing resources for businesses in my area. The the businesses in which I serve, you know, I've helped them um, financially support themselves while going through COVID and making sure that the people around me are doing good. Because if I'm doing good and they're not doing good, then I'm not winning. Right. That's number two. Mm-hmm. Um, number three in my foundation, I'm doing something called Vote Nick, 
um, with Jermaine Dupree and Impossible Fools to get people excited about voting. So at the end of the day, I don't care who you vote for, just vote. Because guess what? Once upon a time, we didn't have the right and the ability to do that. So now that you have an opportunity to do that, exercise it. However you do it, just exercise it so that your voice can be heard. But those are just three of the, 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 the million things that we've already done in the foundation. But it feels good to know that I can use that platform to help people build generational wealth. Oh, and the one thing that I didn't, this is the biggest thing that I'm working on that I'm actually about to drop. <laughs> Lord, forgive, for, 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 you forget something. Okay, talk. <laughs> I, um, I am... I'm partnering with um, uh, Derek Hayes. He owns a restaurant called Big Dave's Cheesesteaks. We're doing a, a life insurance initiative where we're providing life insurance for every single black man in Atlanta who makes $30,000 or less um, so and that they don't have to pay for. So what I do is like real community work, right? So like I call myself a hood politician, right? I'm not like, I'm not super versed in politics. And to be honest, that's really not my thing. However, I like to help people. And I know that I can reach the community by helping them and showing them that there's a better way by providing them resources, giving them access to information. Cause you know, people don't really want to give us access, but now I'm going to make it my responsibility to provide access resources and to show people about financial literacy, the things that I didn't learn. Now I know that I can show you and I do all of that through my foundation. Well, she is the queen. Uh, I love her. First time we've uh, actually talked. It's the first time we've actually communicated and she got to hear what I think about her. And I hope she understands this is honest talk from somebody who recognizes gifted people. And more importantly, her community involvement is really, to me, more important than her food. And her food's uh, the bonus part of who she is because she has not forgotten that it takes a whole to be successful, not a half, not 25 percent. You have to you have everybody have to be part of the opportunity. And she understands that and she values that. Slutty Vegan is a is a product. It's a, it started like she said, started in her bedroom. I always tell people on this show, you have to be motivated by an opportunity and you have to put a plan in place and you have to give effort for that plan to be successful. That's what you've done. Pinky with your brand. You know, it's an idea. We all have ideas. And you decided that you guess what? I'm a, I'm gonna put it in place and then when people try to try to twist it. Try to come in with a crazy idea or question you. First of all, you whenever I would tell people, whenever somebody questions you on your idea, ask them how much are they participating? Are they participating yeah. with money? Are they participating with uh, uh, work responsibility? Or are they just participating because they're just verbally commenting? Those people you have to yeah. ignore first. And then when you when you get your business rolling, you have to understand if people asking you to compromise. If anybody ever asks you to compromise on your idea for a one time event, that's a bad idea. That's yeah. a bad idea because mm -hmm. you will never be able to recover because for you always be walking away going, I should not have done that. And yeah. why did I do it? Because you compromise your values and you refuse to do that. And guess what? You're all over the city. Are, are, we, are we going out of the state here? What's what's happening here with Slutty Vegan? You know, and first so of all, we, let me ask you a question. Why are you not on TV, girl? Uh, you know, it's funny. I got two TV offers right now. Okay, cool. All right. Okay. Cool. <laughs> it's coming. Soon come. Okay, cool. Please, please be on TV. Okay. If, if they don't, yeah. if they don't come happen, come talk to Rashawn McDonald. We get it all straight. Okay. <laughs> but you're special, and I think that from my my whole take on you being on TV. It, the food's awesome, but they gotta they gotta capture you. I'm actually working on a TV show um, where I am helping struggling Black and Brown businesses um, revitalize their brands. There you go. So, so yeah. we're so that's one of the shows, and the other show is um, a dinner at Pinky. So 
yeah. two two shows that that'll potentially be on major networks. So we're in the process of that happening right now. Well, so I'm yeah. working. You keep me posted. And uh-huh. and I just um I just got a book deal with Simon and Schuster. So I'm excited about it, that as hey, well. That's my girl over there. You with my girl uh, uh Don Davis? No, I'm not with Don. Okay, that's my. Um, girl. We know Simon and Schuster. She's a, she's a Simon and Schuster. She's the bomb. But guess what? You the bomb yeah. too. So I'm not saying you with well, the wrong person. But again, thank you for coming on my show. I appreciate you. Thank giving you. me giving me 32 minutes yeah. of your time. <laughs> thank you for having me listen and anytime you need me i'm here i appreciate you and uh, again tell your team to get those uh all the information every time you open a restaurant please let me know so i can support you and i'm serious about that uh twice a month i send out my newsletter it comes goes out every wednesday so let me know i drop it in there this is free stuff this is part of my community help uh, especially with young entrepreneurs and not saying that you're a young entrepreneur but we all know that marketing is key and somebody might see you over here might give you another opportunity to sell something over there again thank you for coming on my show pinky cole thank, thank you thank you and i appreciate you pc you be safe <laughs> bye bye thank you all right Bye-bye. if you want to hear more interviews of uh money making conversation interviews please go to moneymakingconversation.com i'm rashad Ooh. mcdonald i'm your host